Um, on the line, we've got the Zwanes, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Zwane. We've got uh, Makhauta as well as Ntlantla. Lady and gent, thank you very much for joining us this evening on Off the Pitch. Thank you. <laughs> I love the way that you're not in the same place, but you say it in unison. You know, you are definitely one. This is this is what they talk about when they say that two two <laughs> beings will become one. What God yes, brought together, let's, let's <laughs> no men. Do us, but Okay, so let's talk about, um, you know, Ntlanta, uh, last week when we had this chat about um, looking at relationships and looking about discussing sex and, and your sexual preferences when you're in a relationship, one of the things that one of our callers said is that we also need to have a male perspective. So tonight we've honored that request. So we've got both Mr. and Mrs. Zwane on the line. Um, both of them are relationship coaches, so they are able to give, this, um, give us, you know, some sort of guidance guidance from a professional perspective as well. So, Ntlanta, I'd like to start with you. Last time we talked about the fact that testing is very important to discuss with your partner. But another important thing that I think a lot of people forget about is birth control. Um, you know, sometimes we take for, take for granted when we're in a relationship that the person is open to having children or the, the person knows I'm on the pill or, some you know, somebody might say, no, I don't want to use condoms anymore. And, and the other person was like, no, I thought we were still going to continue using condoms. So how do you bridge that conversation? when it comes to contraceptives? Look, uh, contraceptives have to be... It, it's a sensitive issue, number mm. one. I must put it out there because it is, it's not fair, really, to ask another partner to go through what they are not comfortable go, go, going through. Yes. I think it's important that love must be the center of doing this thing. And I would like to advise um, couples to say, look into your reality and begin to make decisions based on your reality. Because what makes people find it difficult to make such a decision, it's their commitment to this marriage. Mm -hmm. Because if you are in this marriage and you are not sure that you are here forever, you're going to have a serious on on contraceptives. Do you understand what I'm saying? Sorry, Ntlanta, you I, just cut out there for a little bit, so we, we didn't catch, catch the last bit of what you said. Yes, I'm saying if you your relationship is not mature and stable, uh-huh. this issue is going to be difficult for you. Okay. Yes, that's what I'm saying. This issue is... Let's rather discuss the importance of making sure that these, remember, people, and we are living in times where people, they are not sure whether this marriage of theirs is going in the right direction mm-hmm. or not. So let, let's pass that before we add this sensitive issue of contraceptives, because it is very sensitive. You, you, if you, you ask a man or a woman to do a permanent, probably, thing in their body, for not, for not to have children, you have to make sure that that relationship is strong. Makhata, I want to bring you in on this, and, and maybe, you know, this is a question after the, the horse is bolted out of the stable already, but th- my question is, should things like contraception not be discussed in the dating phase already, before you even get to, you know, making a permanent commitment with regards to marriage? Is that something that you okay. should be discussing when you are dating? I think it's critical for anyone who will go into a relationship that is going to be sexual to talk about contraceptives. Yes. But 
here's what I have found in most cases is that the issue of contraception has mainly been left as a responsibility of, of the a woman. woman. Yes. Um, uh, if, if, because at the end of the day, most women tend to think, I'm the one who's going to carry this child for nine months. So if I don't make sure, um, I, I, I look at my own interests. I'll, I'll, I'll find myself in a difficult position at a later stage. However, because both partners want to have the sexual pleasure, I think it's both their responsibility to, to say, how do we make sure that we have children when we are ready to have children? You know, and how do we make sure that um, we, we stay? Because some people, the, the reality of the matter is, there are a lot of partners that find themselves, the one is HIV positive and the other person is HIV negative. negative yes. How do we make sure that we protect both people's um, health so that the other one's health is not affected by the other um, and make sure that we, we remain, because at the end of the day, even one person is HIV positive, they can get reinfected, if you hear yeah. what I mean. Yes, definitely. Um, so, so, so it's important for people to have those conversations and because contraceptives as well, they're very wide. Um, like Mr. Zwani has said, on the other hand, there comes a point where we have to say, do we do something um, permanent or do we do something um, temporary? Yeah. So those conversations must be heard. And somebody must consider their age as well. They must consider their preferences. Because some people are in relationships, but they do not want children. And there are Ever. people that have yes. never had... Yes, yeah. some people just don't have the appetite to have a child. And sometimes people make a mistake of thinking that, I over time, the thing will go on them. Um, maybe once that we are married, some people will change their minds, but other people are adamant and they know for mm. sure that they just don't want to have children. But sometimes they don't want to have children with you. With you, yes. Now, I, I think and, that, and that has to be discussed as well. Nsanta, I think that Mahalta makes a very good point um, when she says, you know, there's some people that basically just do not want children um, and and when you're looking at the discussion with contraceptives um, that it's generally as she says being you know left up to to the woman in in the relationship from a man's perspective um, when you are wanting to have this conversation and initiate the conversation with a woman um, and 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 kind of make that space a safe space what are some of the key questions that you should be asking yeah you see um, the, the issue of contraceptives from the men's side is still, especially the, we, 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 the African traditional men, it, it, we, we have to be educated in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we have to know certain things and be comfortable about other things. Remember, we, we grow up um, identifying our manhood with our sexuality, and we need to be assisted, really, from the psychological point of view, to be able to understand it, the, the impact and be one with what needs to happen uh, when it comes to that. I personally had to, to study and learn about these things in order for me to understand them. But what I know that happens in the mind of a man mm-hmm. is that my ability to produce a child is being taken away from me. Yeah. That, is, that causes a very deep psychological uh, challenge for, for a man. Because that is if, if the man wants children to begin with. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If, even just the, the, the knowledge that you, you, 
you are no longer capable of producing children. I'm talking about the permanent solution. It it, it, it shouldn't be taken lightly for a man to make that kind of a decision. That is why it's always fair Mm -hmm. for the decision to come from that man. Yeah. It must not be introduced by a woman or a woman can just talk about it. But the decision, the final decision must be done by him because if he is forced by circumstances, we will lose him psychologically. Okay, I, I want to come back to that, um, you know, what you've just said um, about the final decision having to come from him. Um, we're just going to go for a quick break just to, to keep you up to date. Finally, there has been a break in this game between um, John Isner and Kevin Anderson. Kevin Anderson got the break for when the game was a 24-24. He was able to break John Isner to take it to 25-24. He then served for the match and was able to secure it 26-24. So it was a titanic struggle almost seven hours on the field uh, of play. But finally, we have a South African man in the Wimbledon final. But we'll carry on chatting about sexuality just after the break. Are you struggling with your matric revision and have no idea where to begin? Tune in to Cop Clop on Aris here, your one-stop radio revision resource where we tackle various subject matters, themes and learning area content. Physical sciences, mathematics, accounting and much more are some of the subjects which on the spotlight every Tuesday, Thursday and Friday evening from 7.30. Cop Clop, exclusively on Aris here. Brought to you by SABC Education, enriching minds, enriching lives. At SAFM Radio and at Lizzie underscore Khan on Twitter. It has just gone nine minutes to nine. Uh, we're in conversation with this one is the evening, this evening with Machauza as well as in Tlantla. We're carrying, a con- in, con- carrying on our conversation from last week about some of the important things you should be asking um, if you are in a sexual relationship with your partner. Um, uh, talking about what are some of the things that you, what are your preferences and what are some of the important questions. Last week we, we discussed uh, chatting about uh, sexually transmitted diseases, about testing for HIV and all the likes of this. We started this conversation this week uh, talking about contraceptive and how it is both parties' um, responsibility, not just one party. And as Ntlantla was saying, that you know, from a man's perspective, they need to be educated um, and they need to have um, more opportunity to learn and, and ask questions, I think is probably one of the important ways to do that. One of the things, Ntlantla, that you also mentioned is that ultimately that the decision should lie with the man because of the psychological aspect of it. If Did I understand you correctly? Yes, and, and especially in, specifically in permanent solution, right? Because now I've discovered from from some of uh, the the research from the gynecologists that the best the best uh, family planning is to sterilize a man because it looks like it's easier. It's easier, yes, to, it is. To to sterilize a man than than a woman. Yes, it's, but, it's a lot easier. But you see, scientifically, it has been proven that. However. Psychologically, men are not there yet. Okay, so uh, let me let me take one step back because I think it's very important that we understand what what you're saying. You're saying that if we're saying that a man must have a vasectomy and that is the permanent decision that the couple has has made, then it is up to the man to make that decision. Am I correct? Yes. Ultimately, yes. let's say the decision yes. is that that for a permanent decision that the woman should have a hysterectomy. Where should that decision lie then? Okay, can you ask that question again? If the decision is that they, that the permanent decision is to have a hysterectomy from a woman, so the woman would then have the procedure, 
should the decision then not lie with the women? For, for the men to go through uh, and do a permanent um, publishing. Sorry, sorry Mahauta. Yes, yes, feel free, Mahauta. Sorry. Yes. I think equally, the same way that um, the decision to do a vasectomy should lie with the man, the decision to sterilize as well for a woman must lie with her. Because here's the thing that I exactly. think has to happen in relationships, yes. right? Um, it's critical that each person must be given enough information enough time um, to go through the information in their own minds mm-hmm. to be able to make a permanent decision. And it should be a journey. And we should be saying, okay, let's look at all the options. But in the meantime, let's put together an interim solution while we are working towards a much more permanent, permanent solution. One. Okay. And, and we need to have time frames as well for consultation yes. because this thing cannot happen um, it can't so, just hang in know, the air forever. It, it can't hang in the air forever. Yeah. So I think, and, and at the same time, none of the two parties should be pushed unless they are ready. Okay. Because sometimes yeah. we push people into making certain decisions prematurely and they become bitter. And if anything goes wrong, they blame they the other party. Easily, yes, they can easily want to blame the other party. And to be exactly. honest with you, if somebody is applying their mind to a decision that is has to be made. Eventually, they will move in a certain direction. Okay. But if yeah. they are not applying their minds to a decision that has to be made, they will remain in the same position um, forever and ever. Amen. And that is not fair on either one of the people. And a compromise as well. It's never really something that I advocate for in a relationship. I, I normally say, let's rather look for more options until we find a win-win, a solution that somebody else would say, okay, it's fine then. I, as a woman, can go on contraceptives for the next 12 months while you go for counseling, while you look for information until you are ready emotionally, while you make yourself ready emotionally for you to make the decision because you have been told um, physically that it is good maybe for you as a man to do the vasectomy as opposed to a woman. Um, Um, I'm I'm, I'm just going to... Those are the things that have to be taken into consideration. consideration. We've got Romeo on the line. Romeo is from Free State. Hi, Romeo. How are you? Thank you very much for giving us a call again. Uh, Hi to you, my sister, and uh, both of uh, the two guests that we have there. Good evening to you, all of you. Evening. Good evening, sir. Yes, uh, I extremely concur with the both of your guests as much as what they are commenting about this issue. Um, however, I just wanted to also uh, to add on the issue that partly uh, for a man to be conscientized on in, in his mind, I think some of the things that we need to remove is about our culture. As men, we grow up with a tradition that being a man mm-hmm. is about having kids, it's about breeding more, because marriage is it's not being taken as my own personal marriage. It's being taken as a family issue yeah. that involves so many people. And uh, in as much as sometimes you try to uh, do your own things, uh, the two of you privately as a wife and as a husband, 
uh, pressure sometimes coming from your family members and say, why are you doing this? What is it for? And the status is being known by only the two of you as a wife and a husband. So I think uh, it's very important that you especially uh, the ideas that the man is trying to bring. If we can have those kind of ideas, I think we can be mindful, very careful to uh, to avoid unnecessary uh, pregnancy and unnecessary uh, disease that we end up um, having, affecting on, on us as men, and end up taking this one to the, uh, to the, uh, to the family, possibly to your wife. Very, very good point there. Thank you very much. It's Romeo from the Free State. Mahautan um, Tlantla, I think what he's saying is that, you know, often the culture or how we you taught um, by society to act is used as an excuse um, in relationships when making um, decisions like this with, with regards to contraceptive. Have you found that in a, in a lot of instances people make those decisions from, a, from an emotional basis because of, like you said, you know, that there's family involvement, there's the tradition that goes with it instead of just the two people involved in the in that situation yes that's the point actually I, I, I was trying to make earlier to say uh, men must be educated because the culture that we come from really does not allow us to do <laughs> to, to, to do uh, uh, to prevent it's, it's only women that we, we were raised that this is done by women so we have to be educated and be not only educated, be counseled so that we will make an informed decision. I like the process that uh, uh, Mahauta um, made to say, this is the process that we, you sit down and you think it's okay. In the meantime, while you are being counseled, for us not to get into temptation, let's use this temporary measure. Mm. While you are getting counseling, because you must not just sit there and just wait. Yeah, you but, must get counselling so that you you preserve this marriage and you get to be ministered to sexually in your relationship. Mahal, I've got ten seconds just to quickly round it up. When it comes to the uh, this discussion around contraceptive, what would you say are the other important factors that uh, couples need to take into consideration and need to discuss? Life has evolved, and I think we need and marriages have evolved as well. We need to get to a place where both partners take responsibility um, to what. Uh, contraceptives and both partners educate themselves because it's both their responsibility so that it alleviates the pressure from the woman because it truly is um, a sensitive matter that men as well have to get to a place Mm. where they show us love to say you know what this parent I will take it off of you because I'd rather have you in a much healthier state because at the end of the day these contraceptives have contributed towards a whole lot of other things that women are struggling with and men are not really aware Aware of. of. So I think it's about time that we revolutionize how we deal with contraceptives in relationships and how we handle them and the information that we go out to seek so that we change the way we do things. Because I don't think there's any harm in doing things differently. I have to agree with you there.
I have to agree with you. That's Mahalta and Tlantla Azwane. Uh, we were chatting about uh, contraceptives and, and relationships and uh, the kind of conversations you should be having if you are having a sexual relationship with somebody. We will continue um, the conversation in our Frank Talk adult co- uh, talk again next week. For now, I'd like to apologize to the news team. We've just gone one minute over. I want to thank you very much, uh, Matapelo, as well as Sylvester, as well as Tebojo for uh, the work that you did this evening. Um, now it's time for the news.